Welcome back to Lit Up With Lo. I am so excited that you're here for this surprise solo episode. I was meaning to record with a guest this week, but she had to reschedule, which is fine. I actually think I was overdue for a solo episode. You hear from me in the intros, you hear from me during the interviews, but I think I have a lot more to say and it was about time that I put out a solo episode. It was also time for me to overcome my fear with a solo episode. I recorded one, my third episode, and it took me the entire day to do it. I made so many edits and I just think I was too new of a podcaster, to be honest. I feel so much more comfortable on the mic now. I know that I can just come in here, record, and I'll be good to go. You may not know this, but I don't make edits on our shows except for the tiny, tiny ones um, just to clean up the sound. But in general, the only episode I've edited was my solo episode because I was so just embarrassed and like scared to put myself out there. And so I'm, I'm excited to come back on the mic and redeem myself in a way. This podcast has been such an awesome way for me to find my voice and just get comfortable with speaking. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. So before I get into today's topic, I just want to touch on a couple quick announcements. First of all, my interview with Rebel Nutrition, Amy Tallisfrude, was such a hit and she loved it so much that she actually repurposed the interview for her own podcast, Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild. So if you want to hear it again, if you want to hear her intro and spin on it, it's over on her podcast, episode 69. I am so honored. Um, I've loved her for so long and not only to have this awesome conversation with her, but then for her to put it on her podcast because it was such a great interview just meant the world to me. Um, she is definitely one of my expanders and that was truly a manifestation. And just another reminder that you have to go for your dreams, just go for it, put it out there, launch, adjust, and things will like that will happen. I never would have expected her to put that on her podcast. And that was very cool because I've listened to her podcast since she started it 69 episodes ago. I also want to update you about yoga school. So I'm just so in love with yoga and getting my yoga certification that I actually signed up for yoga sculpt training as well. So when this is finished, I'll be able to be a teacher in Scottsdale at Core Power. And I just, I love yoga sculpt. I feel like my body is transforming since I've started it and it gives me so much energy and it's just so uplifting and fun. So more to come on that. I definitely need to practice flows. So if you're ever interested in a free yoga flow, just email me or DM me and we can um, figure out a time for me to practice with you as my student. One last quick update actually has to do with the topic of today's episode. I have put together a five steps to your first podcast episode freebie on my website, litupwithlow.com in response to so many people DMing me, asking me how to get started, asking me what those first steps are. And I just decided it was time to put it in a centralized place. And it's just these basic five steps that if you follow them, you can put out your first episode, you can have your first guest or your first solo episode. Um, and that's truly just a starting point. There's so much more that comes from that, that I want to keep working on and educating you on. But if you're interested in just learning what the first five steps are, I've put that together. And if you go to my website, litupwithlow.com, you can enter your email and download it for free. So on that note, the topic for today's episode came to me. I really had no idea what I was going to talk about it. A couple ideas. And then I started seeing the signs that I needed to record this one. It's Thursday night and this episode will come out tomorrow morning. 
The first sign was a question I received when I asked if you had any questions for me to answer on this episode. And the question was, how do I find time for all of my hobbies and passions in addition to my day job? That was the first sign. The second sign was just tonight at Yoga Sculpt class where the teacher said that our purpose is not our job and work does not define us. And that struck me. And I realized the answer to the question that was submitted, how do I find time for all my hobbies and passions, is because I have to spend time on my purpose. This is outside of my job. These hobbies and passions have to do with my purpose, and it's totally separate from what I do from nine to five. And then I realized, well, how lucky am I that I know my gifts and my purpose? How lucky am I that I've at 28 have discovered them because I think a lot of people go through life never knowing and never realizing that it's actually right in front of you. If you've ever wondered why at the end of every episode I ask my guests what is their gift, it's because I'm trying to get that out of them. If they don't already know their gift and their purpose, I'm hoping that in that moment with that question, I can start to get those wheels turning for them because I think if we go through life never knowing or never thinking about it, that would be a sad life because we all have gifts. We all have individualized purposes. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us don't start thinking about our purpose or our gift unless something monumental happens to us that shows us how precious life is. So the story I hear a lot is I was hit by a car or I was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. For me, it was losing my grandmother last year. Just realizing how short and precious life is coming face-to-face with that is the kick in the butt that a lot of us have to figure out our gift and figure out our purpose. And one of the things that I wanted to do when I started this podcast and when I asked guests, what is your gift, is to get those thoughts in your head before you have to deal with something like that monumental, something so sad and terrible. You shouldn't have to get hit by a car to start thinking about these things. I want to make it approachable and accessible to everybody. And the secret to all of this, the secret to figuring out what your gift is and what your purpose is, is so basic and so just right under your nose, I swear you're going to not even believe me, The ultimate hack is asking yourself, what do people always tell you you're good at that you think everyone else is good at? I swear it is that easy. When I realized that, my whole world shifted. And I started to look back on my life and see areas where I was shining, I was thriving, I was truly one with my gifts, with my purpose, and thought that I was just, you know, trying to overcome other flaws that I had. I was, you know, doing what I was good at because I was trying to cover up for the the skills that I wasn't so good at. And that's an abstract thing to say. So I'm going to walk you through exactly how it played out for me. And you'll see how easy it is to think that your gifts and your purpose are a way to just hide the things that you're insecure about or the things you doubt yourself about. So my example, because I think it's easier to walk you through it using examples from real life. I worked in consulting, in risk and regulatory consulting and financial services. It was very 
technical, and I didn't have that tech savvy side to me. I am a communicator. I am a speaker. I'm a writer. I was very lost when I would go to a client site. I didn't know how to contribute to the product. I wasn't good with Excel. I could do PowerPoint, but I thought, okay, let me just fake it till I make it. Let me just do the things I'm good at. And then no one will realize how bad I am at this job. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, I was being put in front of the client because I knew that was my gift. They were sending me to go talk to the client. They were having me set up meetings. They were making me in this client facing role and not putting me with the Excel sheets because they knew that was my gift. But here I am thinking, oh, they're doing this because they, I, they are trying to overcome for the fact that I can't do Excel. So the first time I realized, wait, maybe I'm actually good at this job and maybe I'm not just trying to overcome these you know, faults that I have is when I went into my review with my manager and did something that I think a lot of women are prone to do. I pointed out everything that I was bad at And then even when I said the thing that I was good at, I said, oh, you know, I'm great at talking to the client, but I could probably work on not doing that so much. And my manager, I was very lucky at the time. I had this male manager and he was great. And he stopped me and he said, what are you talking about? That's your best quality. And I left there thinking, wait, what? Like this is appreciated? This is something that is actually like, great, like that other people struggle with. And since then I've done so much thinking about that interaction and realized how difficult it is for people to get on a mic like I'm doing right now, or to talk to a stranger and how easy that has been my entire life. I literally, my mom said was talking as a baby in the grocery store. She'd be pushing me around in the stroller and I'd be saying hi to random strangers. And I always thought, okay, well, everyone talks. That's easy. No, that's my gift. I have a voice and it's easy for me to make people feel comfortable and to talk to them and put them at ease, especially as a client when I was in consulting. I always ace interviews. Once I get an interview, I know I'm going to get a job. That is because I have a gift when it comes to my voice. And I always assumed that was something that everyone could do. That it was something that was very easy for everybody because it comes so easy to me. And that should have been my wake up call. I'm told all the time by managers or people I work with that I'm so enthusiastic, I'm so positive, and that insecure part of my brain is always saying, okay, they're saying that because I'm not good at the rest of my job. When no, they're actually saying that because no one else is enthusiastic, no one else is positive, and that's an awesome thing. And I think what happens is we take these things that are so easy to us and we think, oh, they're complimenting me on the easy thing. So I must not be doing that great. But the easy thing means it's your gift. It doesn't mean it's easy for everybody else. The fact that I can get lost in conversation with people and make them feel so comfortable and and make them open up to me is a gift. It's not something everyone can do. And the same thing goes for me and writing and editing. These are things that I just assumed everyone was really good at because it was so easy for me. And it took me a very long time to realize that that's not the case. And now I write constantly. I'm working on a book idea. I just thought that everyone could do this. And I guarantee there are things in your life that, you know, just because it's not the classic 
math or like engineering or something super technical and advanced that you think defines a genius that you think, oh, everyone can do this. This is a basic human skill because it's not. Your gift is something that is special for you. It could be being a good listener. I mean, that you don't even have to do anything, but you do have to do something. You have to sit there and absorb and make yourself the kind of person that someone wants to open up to. So that's the secret. And I think to figure out what that easy thing is, you have to spend time just alone with yourself. I went for so long rushing to work, to rushing to a workout class, to rushing home, putting a TV show on while I was meandering around my apartment, cleaning, cooking, and then going to bed and never spending time just sitting alone. Like even right now I'm sitting in my living room having a conversation with myself, although it's really with you guys, but I never did stuff like this before. I never was just alone with my thoughts and journaling and just thinking about what I love and what I'm good at. I think some people call that just being asleep at the wheel, just going through the motions. I mean, especially when I worked at this consulting job, I traveled so much. I was always on the road, always go, 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 packing my suitcase at a hotel room that I never was alone. I never had time to think. And when I did start taking soul cycle classes, which suddenly became this like hour of just me alone in a dark room without my phone, not truly alone, but you know, on this journey with all these people in silence with music playing, I started to have these thoughts where I was like, wait a second, I don't like this. I don't want to be on the road all the time. I don't want to travel. Like, and I had never even thought of, I honestly, it never came to me before because I was never just alone with my thoughts. We live in a world that's full of distractions. Even if you are commuting, you're listening to something on the radio or listening to an audiobook or a podcast. I mean, I would take the subway and be on my phone the entire time. And we need those times just to be alone with our thoughts. So if you've made it this far into the episode, you're thinking about your gift, what comes easy to you. Now, how to apply it and now how to really drill down into it. So what I did, and this is what led me to starting this podcast. And if you do this exercise and have the same output, I encourage you to download my five-step guide. It may help you. I made a list of everything that I am good at as basic as it may seem to me like talking that was on the list. Anything that I am objectively gifted at that I have decided is my gift and possibly my purpose. I think I'm still on the road to figuring out my greater purpose, but what are my gifts? What am I good at? Then I made a list of things that I'm passionate about, that I could be involved in all day long, talk about, research about, listen to on a podcast or an audiobook. just be totally absorbed in all day long. And I didn't judge any of my answers. I wrote down everything. With these two lists, I just started piecing things together, making connections. What skill and what passion is a career, is a something that I can be doing now? And what I kept coming back to was podcast. 
all of the things that I wrote about in my skills, connections, speaking, my voice, having deep conversations, getting people to open up to me, making people feel comfortable, educating, and then all of my passions, which include some of those skills. Like I just love getting really deep with someone that I'm so passionate about that personal development, health, wellness, spirituality, all these things that I just want to talk about all the time. Combine the two and I have my podcast and it's been so much fun and is exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for a creative outlet to connect, to have deep conversations that will help others. I knew that these conversations I was having with people needed to be heard because it could change someone's life. And I also selfishly wanted to talk to these people who are in my ears all day long um, when I'm listening to them on other podcasts. I knew that we would have an amazing conversation. There were so many things I wanted to ask them. And honestly, the best excuse is to just create your own podcast and invite those people on. You have them for an hour. And it's been an amazing journey and it's just getting started. Um, these people now become friends and I can you know, go to them for anything. So my circle is also just expanding because of that too. And so when you find the right thing, you're going to reap the benefits in so many other areas of your life, regardless of what it is. The synchronicities are going to align. You're going to start seeing the reasons that you are following this gift. There are so many other reasons out there for you. And I get messages every day from people who just have been so inspired by the show. And that was part of the reason I needed to create this. Another concept that you've definitely heard me talk about during interviews is another way to touch base with your gifts and your purpose and you know why you're really here and what you're really supposed to be doing. It's a concept from Robert Greene's book, Mastery. My fiance introduced me to it and it has changed my life. It has gotten me to really think about so many things that I kind of just, you know, glazed over and not really pay attention to because they were just part of my childhood. But basically the concept is to think back to what you loved as a child, what you always found yourself doing, what were your dream jobs? You know, they say you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. What was your response? So for me, I was always creating. I was telling stories. I was making up plays. I was writing stories. I was just constantly being a creative. Um, I wanted to be on Broadway. By the time I got into high school, I did theater. I did dance. I was choreographing full musicals for fun and then staying up till 3 a.m. doing homework because it was a passion. It was something I, I loved and I was naturally good at. And then when I went to college, I just kind of forgot all of it because I thought, okay, I'm on this corporate train now and all of that has to be left behind. But I missed it. I really have been missing that creative side of myself. And that's why I started this podcast too, because I needed to get back to that place, that performer that I have inside of me, who has literally been a part of my life since I was little. I mean, I was just constantly, if my dad was doing a home video, I would be in the video pretending to be a reporter and reporting on the news. And I just loved being a star. for lack of a better term. And I was just constantly writing songs and making up dances and all those things. I mean, yes, it's part of being a child is that fun playfulness, but that's also deeply part of who you are. And to get back to that is part of our finding our gift and our mastery, as Robert Greene would say, our purpose. And I touched back on all of that when I was reading Sahara Rose's 
book, Finding Your Dharma, which I highly recommend. It was one of the first books I read at the beginning of this year. I devoured it. I journaled so much. I had so many realizations from it. And um, Finding Your Dharma is just all about finding your purpose. And it touches on a lot of these things that I've already discussed, um, but just in a really beautiful way. So that's my book recommendation if you're looking for more, you know, takeaways. Um, Also, one day I'll write a book. I'm, you know, I'm working on something, but it's probably going to take a while for me to get it out there. And in the spirit of manifestation and holding myself accountable, I'll also say I really want to coach people on finding their gifts and finding their purpose. This is something I'm extremely passionate about. It's something that kept coming up when I was doing all this journaling after reading Sahara Rose's book. And I'm putting it out there because if this resonates with you and you're listening to it, let me know because that might be the little bit of the kick in the butt that I need that this is something I should do. And that's a trick. If there's something you think you might be good at, put it out there, see what happens. I mean, with me in the podcast, I just started quietly telling people about it and hearing their reaction and then just put out an episode and just saw what happened. And it was a great response. So I think so much of the time we just get so caught up in our heads with these ideas and is it perfect? Is it going to be exactly what it's supposed to be? But so many of the greats say that if it's perfect, then it's too late. You missed the boat. So I hope this is not just an episode that you listen to in the background. I hope this is an episode that you really focus on and hear what I'm saying and and take something away from it because I think this mentality has the ability to change your life. This concept of looking for the gifts and, and your purpose that you can bring the world. I mean, it's changed mine. And if I can help one person with this episode, then I have done my job. So if this episode has resonated with you, please share it. Please help someone possibly find their gift and their purpose. Please, you know, DM me. Let me know if what you've taken away from this. Let me know if you do any of the exercises. Um, I love to hear from you. That's the best part of doing this show. Um, and that's it. That's, you know, all I got. I think this is an ongoing conversation. This is something I'm going to be talking about a lot, especially with guests. I already have been teasing it with my classic, what is your gift question at the end of every episode. So it's been so fun doing a solo episode. I am definitely doing more of these. I've had such a blast just talking. Like I told you, this is one of my my gifts and my skills that I never realized was. So thank you so much for listening to Just Me. It means a lot. Um, next week, we'll be back with a very special guest. And I'm just grateful. I'm really glad that I put this out there. And I'm glad I'm going to continue putting it out there. This is my greatest passion, my favorite part of the week. So thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode, please head to iTunes and rate and review. This is how the show grows. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great weekend.